0: Amen. Well, let's look at uh, Hebrews 13, 15 this evening. Hebrews 13, 15. It says, Therefore, by Him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. It says, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. In the Amplified Classic, it says, through Him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify His name. In the NIV, it says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess His name. Let's read a few more scriptures. Uh, Let's skip down to Psalm 34, verse 1. Psalm 34, verse 1, it says, I will bless the Lord... At all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Psalm 71, verse 6 says, By you I have been upheld from birth. You are he who took me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall shall be continually of you. I have become as a wonder to many, but you are my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with your praise and your glory all the day. Psalm 35 verse 27 says, Let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually, Let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant, and my tongue shall speak of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. Let's go back to Hebrews 13:15, the one we started with. You see these, these verses saying similar things. We're going to read more. Therefore, by Him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. Everybody say continually. Say it again, continually. Continually. It says, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. So continually, it says continually offer the sacrifice of praise, continually. It continually means in a constant manner, without stopping or interruption. It also means in a constantly repeated manner, over and over. So continually, without stopping or interruption, constantly repeated manner, over and over. Some synonyms are, just to get, to get this, I think we know what continually means. We're going to look at this, just, I'm going to look at some of these words, because this, uh, just to get the connotation. Just to get it, see it in a, in, from some different angles. Some synonyms for continually, constantly, often. Well, if you're doing it constantly, you would be doing it often, repeatedly, frequently. Now we're talking about offering the sacrifice of praise, praising God. I'm going to read some of these verses again, but notice it was saying all the day long, continually throughout the day. It said continually, over and over, at all times. Always. I don't know if I said frequently. Well, if you're doing it continually, you're doing it frequently. Regularly. Well, if you're doing it all over and over, you're doing it regularly. Uh, Consistently again reminds me of the movie Miracle. Anybody know that movie, the hockey movie about Miracle on Ice when the US team beat the Russians, Soviet Union. Anyway, there's a scene in there where the team isn't doing what they're supposed to do and the coach just after after the a game, they played a game and they didn't give 100%. And they're jacking around during the game and acting like it's, you know, not a big deal. And so after the game, he says, you don't want to work during the game and we'll work now. So after they played a game, he has them running lines, you know, going to this line, going back, going to the next line, going back over and over. So he, they'd get done, he'd have the assistant coach blow the whistle and, and he would say again, and the guy, I mean that's in the movie, but the the that, the guy that this is a true story, that he do, he would do that. Again. They do it, think they're done, again. Surely we're done now. Again. Tweet. Again. <laughs> Actually he'd say again, and then the guy would blow the whistle because he's the coach, the, the, the assistant coach is blowing the whistle. And now so then there's a montage in the movie, him, again, and you see them running. Again. See them run, or, you know, skating again. That's continually. Now they eventually stopped. <laughs> They're all you know on their knees and ready to keel over. But that gives you a picture. When is it okay to be like you know? I'm not. I'm done praising God. I, it's just not a good time. <laughs> continually does not give you that connotation. There is not a time. Well, this happened. So uh, I'm not going to praise God. This is, the, this is the break. This is the gap. There is no gap. There is no break. Now, it doesn't mean you are doing that. You know, this, or, this gives the, these different words give you the idea of a continuous process. Yeah, it's continuous. It doesn't stop. That doesn't mean you are doing nothing else with your time, but you can be in an attitude of praise all the time. Somebody said, oh, that's impossible. I can't do that. Let me ask you this question. You ever heard of anybody worrying all the time? Okay, that answer the question? You could be doing something else, but in the back, something's just just beating you up, and you're worrying. It is there. Well, if you can do it in the negative, we can do it in the positive. We can be praising God, just the thoughts of praise continually. You're just, and when you do say something, you're talking, you are praising God. Your being is praising God. The Bible says we're a living sacrifice. So it's not like, oh, we praise at the beginning of the service. Wednesdays at 7 p.m., Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m., you know, once a month, pray and praise. That's when we praise God. No, continually we are praising God. We are praising Him with uh, it says the fruit of our lips, but also with what you do. You're praising God when you're acting on His word. And it is absolutely, you are praising God by praising Him and acting in praise when you don't feel like it. That is a praise to Him. When you get yourself up and come into the assembly, come into the congregation, when you feel like going home and going to bed, that is praise. That is worship. You are giving yourself as a living sacrifice. You're worshiping God. You are praising him. It means continually you are doing, uh, you're praising, you you have a lifestyle of praise. Your thoughts are praised for him. The, the, The fruit of your lips is praising him. Let's look at a few more of these words. Time and again, time after time, over and over. Again and again, never gets old. You don't don't get to the place where it's like, I've praised him enough. If you read the Bible, uh, it's going to be for eternity we're going to be praising him. And they are, that's what they're doing right now. There's praise going on in heaven all the time. Praising, praising. Well, the Bible said that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, that would include this. And this this will change our perspective on life. This will change what's going on. This is not a religious exercise. This is pushing back on the darkness that tries to push on us in life. It tries to push on us. We're pushing back. And one of the ways you do that is by praising him continually. You praise God. You praise him in the midst of something that slaps you upside the head. You praise him anyway. Anybody can praise God when there's nothing going on. But no, when we, we are, uh, when we're challenged, when we're pushed, again, again, praise God. We praise him. Routinely, well, if I guess if you're doing it all the time, you, it's your routine. A lot. Shelley and I have kind of an inside joke about a lot. The kids have heard say, "Well, it goes back to when we were dating. We were jo- joking around a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. You do. We, if you, if you are praising him continually, you're praising him a lot. That's not a bad thing. Unceasingly, perpetually, commonly, habitually. Here's a good. Here's a thought. What if you made praise a habit?" So that it's not work to do it, but it's just what we what we do. You know, people have all kinds of habits. They can have a cussing habit; every other word comes out of their mouth. You know, I worked construction in the summers for a while. I've heard a lot of that. Uh, Well, if you can, if you can have a, a a habit like that, you can turn it around to where. You're praising God continually. So, well, that's silly. Well, if, you know, if you can have four letter words coming out of your mouth, uh, praising God's a lot better. You don't have to do it in a corny way, but what's wrong with saying praise God? Yes. Praise the Lord. It's a lot better than a lot of other stuff you could be saying. And I'm not talking about as a religious exercise, I'm not talking about religiously, but you get in the habit of legitimately thanking Him. Something happens, the first words out of your mouth are praise God. Yes. Well, praise God. We're going to win anyway. Praise God, Lord, you're on the throne. That's a lot better than something happens and you're like, and let a bunch of other stuff. You just got to dig out of that hole. Why dig the hole in the first place? Why, why when stuff pushes on us and life is challenging, why say, well, you know, I, I need a, a period of time to react to, in a certain way and then I'll come back to God. Why do you just dig in a hole for yourself you're going to have to dig out of? Why not from the get-go just go into faith mode and just say, praise God. So one way you can get into faith mode right away is start praising him. Always. You just, okay, this happened. When something presses on it, it's not the time to get out of faith. It's the time to get into faith. It's not the time to stop praising him. That's the time absolutely, you know, if it's... Periodic that you're praising him. This absolute, you just need to meet, move it up. Okay, now's the time we need to praise God. Let's praise God together. You know, if you're married, look at your spouse and you just say, oh, we're going to praise God. Right now. We're going to praise God in the, in the middle of this. And God is faithful. And God is on the throne. Because, guys, this life is so short. It is so short. And what is real in life on uh, this life is has everything to do with what the Lord has done and what he's doing and at the when all the dust settles you're going to be in the presence of God and anything on this earth that we let knock us off the plan of God was just it was a distraction it was futile it, it at the end of the day it's not gonna mean anything so we should just take the end perspective from the beginning so when something happens act like you're already at the end and praise God that you're going to come over. That we're going over now. Well, don't look at, well, I just don't see. No, take, get your eyes up on the horizon and start walking toward what's out there. What is in your future? What testimony do you want at the end? Uh, Pastor Sam Smucker you know, our regional director in, in Pennsylvania, um, you know, he was raised Amish. Wish I had that picture. I wasn't planning on saying this, otherwise I'd put the picture up on the screen because I have a picture of this. But uh, when he was growing up, you know, he was one of 12. He was the firstborn of 12. But, of course, they were uh, they farmed. And... His father took him out at an early age and showed him how to plow rows. And what do you do? He'd get him, you know, he would get him on a, uh, they would have the mules pulling, and he's standing on the plow behind it, and it's, it's pulling. And he said, So there's fence posts out in, the, out in the distance, and he says, Keep your eye on the fence post. That's how you plow straight. You don't look at where you're going here. You look at what's way out there and just keep your eye on that, and, and uh, you'll, st- you'll, you'll plow straight. And um, so that always stuck with him. Well, and he would say that from time to time. Well, uh, you know Sight and Sound Theaters? Some of you know sound, Sight and Sound Theaters. There's one in, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And there's one in Branson. And it's just, if you've never been to one of them, it's like Christian Broadway. It's, it's very uh, done very well uh, with excellence. And they just have this huge staff uh, cast and animals and everything. Anyway, the founder of that place, Glenn Eshelman, is a, was in Pastor Sam's church and was a friend of him. When he retired or he moved on from pastoring, he presented him with a painting that Glenn, Glenn, Glenn was in a, a, is a painter of um, that exact scene where Pastor Sam, he's, he's in the field with his dad and he's a boy and there's the, the mules and the post is out in the front and it's got a a, a, pl- a little saying on there that says keep your eye on the fence post. Just a beautiful painting. Well, that's a good thing for life. Keep your eye on Jesus. Keep your eye on where you're going. And one of the ways you're going to do that is you're just going to praise him. In the middle of this stuff, you will left your eye up to him and say, Lord, I praise you, I thank you that... You are good that I'm going over in you and that all this noise and all this stuff that I'm dealing with on the earth, the only thing that's going to matter is what I do in your service and what I'm doing for you. So I choose to look at you and part of the way I'm going to do it, I'm going to praise you and honor you and glorify you and say, you are the king. You are my strength. You are my song. I give you glory and honor. I will praise you continually in the midst of a trouble, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of a trial, in the midst of pressure, in the midst of a sunny day, in the midst of everything going well. I will praise you continually. Continually. I will praise you continually. couple more words that I was looking at here, anew, continually. Well, one of the synonyms is anew, afresh, you, you're, because if you're continually doing it, it's just, it's like a bubbling brook, it's constantly coming up, needs to just be fresh, needs to be continued, not, not falling into a rut, not falling into where it's just, well, well, praise God, I know I'm supposed to do it. No, there's life coming out of you. There is life. I mean, it's never going to get old in heaven being in the presence of God. Well, we're in the presence of God here. There isn't a time where we get down and to be like, well, I just, I don't know. I, I, this, this life is just getting me. There's just too much. There's just too much going on, and it's getting me down. No, we serve the God of all creation, and there needs to be a flow. It needs to be fresh. It needs to be new. It needs to be just continually praising him, and when we praise him, there, that's going to keep any kind of junk out of the way, just like a fountain. It's just continually, continually flowing, continually flowing out of our mouth. Because God's faithful. Let's read these scriptures that we read. uh, And then we'll go on. Psalm 34, 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. Never a time to start going into some other mode. What else would you do? Certainly they're not going to curse God. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Let's read Psalm seventy-one six again. By you I have been upheld from birth; you are He who took me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall continue, be continually of you. My praise shall be continually of you. It says, "You are He who took me out of my mother's womb. You upheld me from my from birth." You know, we come onto the scene, we're here for a bit, and then we leave the scene. While we're here, ought to be continually, we're praising Him. As soon as we, you know, if we know God, if we found out about Him, then it's just one continue, I'm going to praise you, I'm going to honor you, my life is going to be about you, and then we're done. But that's what we do continually. My praise shall continually be of you. I have become a wonder to many, but you are my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled Be filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Look at that. Let my mouth be filled with your praise. So it's filled with something. It's filled with praise and it's doing it all the day. So it's filled and it's continual all the day. That means over and over and over all the time that we are just praising him. It doesn't matter what happens. We're going to praise him. Doesn't matter what happens, we're going to praise Him. Our knee-jerk reaction, our habit is I'm going to praise God, and I'm going to praise God even bolder when stuff comes down, when it's pressing. No, I'm going to praise God in the face of it because my God's bigger and He's, he is stronger. I am running after Him, and in the face of challenging circumstances, I'm just going to get that much stronger about it. I'm going to praise Him. Oh, no, you're not taking me out. My God's bigger. I am going to praise God. God is stronger. He is my King. He is my Lord. He is my strengthener. Lord, I exalt You. I exalt You that You can do all things, and that in You I can do everything that I need to do. I will finish my course. I will run my race strongly, and none of these these things are going to move me, and I'm not going to get pushed off. I'm not going to get put down. I'm not going to get discouraged. I'm not going to get depressed. I'm not going to get uh, distracted because I'm keeping my eyes on what the Lord has said and what he's doing, and that I want to cross that finish line, and these things that are trying to distract me, they will not move me off because I will keep my mouth filled all the day long with your praise. I will boast. Psalm 44, 8 says, In God we boast all day long and praise your name forever. Not an exaggeration. We're going to praise. In God we boast all day long. That's praising him. When you're boasting in God, when somebody says, well, this can't be done, you say, well, God can do it. We can do it. Because you're boasting him. You're praising him. That blesses him. And it'll keep you It'll keep me in the right place, spiritually full. We'll praise your name forever. You know, forever starts right now. <laughs> it's already started. It goes forever that way, and it's going forever. For us, we are always, if you're a born-again Christian, if you, well, no, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not, you're going to be around forever. That's right. And it's good to think that way. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be around from here on out, yeah. and this here is the shortest thing we're ever gonna do. If you're gonna be around forever, these few decades that we have on this earth—it doesn't matter how many they are—they're few in relative to eternity and forever. They're nothing. And so, if we'll just elevate. Our mind passed this little blip we call life on earth and realize we're gonna be from now on. I'm gonna be around forever. I don't want to look back on earth and go, Man, what was I thinking? Didn't I realize this was short? Didn't I realize it's gonna be over soon? Didn't I realize those things, other things didn't matter? Act like the Bible's true, act like God's real. Now, don't, don't, don't wait a little while. You know, don't, don't say, well, I need a timeout. I've got to gather myself. Don't go, go into praise mode right away. There's no timeouts. We don't have enough time to have timeouts. We don't have enough time to go off on some rabbit trail and then come back. Besides, Satan, can, he can get you distracted. You think, well, I'm just, you know, pity party for a while. i just getting my emotions out. Don't do that. You're not just getting something out. You're letting things in. And so praising God is an armor against that, it is pushing. Instead of you going into uh, your guard down and starting to let things in, you're, you're having a flow out that keeps junk from getting in. That keeps you from getting off track. You're pushing back. You're saying, no, I'm going to praise God now, and your flesh will say, no, we don't want to praise God now. We want to lay down and cry. You you, know, I'm going to praise God now. I'm going to boast in God now when I feel the least like it. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to honor him. Well, that brings him on the scene. That, That puts your focus where it needs to be, Let's read Jeremiah 33, verse 10. It says, Thus says the Lord again, There shall be heard in this place of which you say it is desolate, without man and without beast, in the cities of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem, that are desolate without man and without inhabitant and without beast, the voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the voice of those who will say, Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, his mercy endures forever. And of those who will bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord, for I will cause the captives of the land to return as to the first, at the first, says the Lord. It says, it will bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We, we read in the, the first verse that we read that it says, continually offer the sacrifice of praise. And sometimes, I mean, it's always a sacrifice there. It gives the connotation of something you're offering to God instead of blood sacrifices that you're offering praise to Him. You are glorifying Him. You are exalting His name. And uh Sometimes it may feel like a sacrifice. It's not a sacrifice. You're not losing. You're not giving anything. But one definition of sacrifice is the destruction or surrender of something for the sake of something else. So don't look at, well, I'm not just sacrificing this to God. Yes, there is that connotation. But also, you are trading what you could be doing for praising instead. You're going to sacrifice, I'm going to sacrifice all the negativity and being stupid about all this, and I am going to focus on what God has said, even when I don't feel like it, even when the circumstances don't look like they warrant it. I am going to stir myself up. I am going to choose to praise Him. You don't wait until you feel like it. You don't wait until it looks good. We're just going to praise Him. Anyway, because it glorifies Him. Psalm 50, verse 23 says, Whoever offers praise glorifies me. And to him who orders his conduct aright, I will show the salvation of God. Whoever offers praise glorifies me. So when I offer praise, I'm glorifying God. When I offer praise, I'm reverencing Him. When I offer praise, I'm magnifying Him and, and taking my focus and putting it on Him. The Bible says to stir up ourselves. Stir up the gift of God, which is in you. To stir it up. Can you put that on the screen in Timothy? 2 Timothy 1.6. Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you. Stir up the gift of God, which is in you. Praising God will help you to do that. Praising God will help you to stir yourself up in what is real. Because this world will try to push that out of you. The world is constantly trying to pull you back into the natural and live like an unsaved person with no hope other than what you can do naturally. It's constantly doing that. And if you build yourself up, and then you go into the world, it'll immediately try to push you back into that other place. It'll try to suck that life right out of you. It'll try to get you to look and say, well, there isn't anything else. That's all something that's just a feeling. The Word of God, it's it's just over here. It's a belief system. But this, this in front of you is reality. That's not True, it might be real, but it is not the ultimate reality. When all this is burned up, there's a reality that transcends, that was here before the world was created, and will be here afterwards. And that's where we have to live our lives from. We have to be full of God. And so you need to stir up and praise Him. Part of the way you're stirring yourself up is to praise Him. Get your mouth in gear, even when you're being pressed and pushed back on that darkness, push back on that pressure, push back on the pull that is trying to get you into just the worldly thinking and say, oh no, I'm going to glorify God, I'm going to praise Him. And doing that, you are putting him in your thought process. You're putting him in your consciousness. You're you're reminding yourself of the greater reality that the, the spiritual existence is. You're reminding yourself of the greater reality of what Jesus has done and where your final destination is. One more scripture, Psalm 43, 5. This is in multiple places. Psalm 43, 5 says, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God. Expect in God. Look to God. For I shall yet praise him. For I shall yet praise him. What does that mean? I'm going to praise him anyway. I'm going to glorify him anyway. Even yet, I'm going to praise him. What does that say? That smacks the circumstance upside its head and says, yet I will praise him. Well, Satan can't stop you when you're like that That's right. because your hope is in him. So it's not all about just our certain, thank God for what he's doing in us, but the reality is he's on the throne, and the more we're connected with him and putting him central, it's just going to naturally flow that he's going to bring us with it. It's not a lever you're trying to pull going, if I praise God, he'll help me. You just make it a lifestyle to where I praise God because he is, and I'm his, and we're going on, and then it will just naturally bring you along and keep you where where you need to be, where we need to be, conquering with him, going with him, staying on track with him. Amen.